Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. The cloth, at least we know that it is not protective. Amen. Wonderful. Well, let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we are thankful and grateful. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We pray, Lord, that today you will give us of your spirit, the teacher, to minister to us. We pray, Lord, that you write your word on the tablets of our hearts and let the word bring forth fruits in our lives. We pray, Lord, that we will not leave this place the same as we came. But we pray, Father, that you draw us even closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Today we continue with our message on attempt great things. And we are sharing from Bishop's book, attempt great things hallelujah we began this series last week and we introduced it we talked about attempt great things and then we talk about attempt great things for god and not for yourself attempt great things for god and not for yourself today we want to talk about attempt new things and we are reading chapter 5 of the book attempt new things attempt new things hallelujah jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 1 it says moreover the word of the lord came unto jeremiah the second time while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison saying that saith the lord the maker thereof the lord that formed it to establish it the lord is his name call unto me and i will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not hallelujah look at that scripture it says the word of the lord came unto jeremiah the second time while he was yet shut up in the prison he was shut up in prison hallelujah today i don't know what prison you are shut up in i don't know what difficult situation you are in i don't know what condition you are in that you feel that nothing can reach you nothing good can come out of you in that situation the bible says the word of the Lord is coming to you. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord is coming to you in your situation, in your difficult situation and the impossible situation. It is coming unto you and it says, call unto me and I will answer thee. Hallelujah. Call unto me and I will answer thee. You see, you don't call on the Lord. That is why you don't hear him. Amen. Amen. He says, call unto me and I will answer thee. And he's about to show you great and mighty things which you don't know about. Yes. 
Amen. Great and mighty things. Now, when you are in a prison, you can never imagine that great and mighty things will happen to you. Hallelujah. You cannot imagine that you can have great and mighty things. But in that situation, if you call on the Lord, if you call on the Lord, hallelujah. You know, people who don't pray, I'm telling you, you will not receive from the Lord. You will not, in the book of James, James chapter 4 and verse 2, the Bible says that you have not, you do not have because you do not ask. You don't have it, and the reason is because you do not ask. Jesus always will encourage us to ask and to seek, and that we will find. Are you listening to me? And you don't pray, you will not have. You don't like to join prayer meeting. You don't like, no prayer meeting would you rise up to pray. And you are struggling with your strength, going back and forth, going back and forth. You will not receive from the Lord. Amen. Amen. He says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which you don't know about. And when you are in a prison, you cannot even think of great and mighty things. But the Lord says, you just call upon me. You just call upon me, pray unto me, call on me, and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know about. Amen. Amen. So be open to God. Be open to God and expect that he can do great things that you do not know about. Great things in your life that you do not know about. That God will reveal great things to you as you walk along with him. Hallelujah. God will show you great things. And when you are walking with God, he will show you things little by little. Amen. God does not open things fully to you. Because even this little thing that he opened to you, you see how it has changed you. You see. So God will open things little by little. There a little, here a little. And if you are open to those things that God is opening you to, he will lead you to great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Amen. God has great things that he will show you. Do not get tired of attempting new things for God. Don't get tired of attempting something new for God. Don't get tired of learning a new song. Don't get tired of now beginning to sing. You have never sung before. But God is going to teach you that you can sing great songs. Amen. Amen. You have never preached before, but God is telling you that if you call upon him, he will cause you to preach powerfully. Amen. Amen. Think of great things when you are working with God. Think of great things. When you are tired of attempting new things, you are tired of living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is when you stop living. When you stop attempting great things, then your life comes to a standstill. Amen. So attempt great things for God. When Paul was called to the ministry, he was told, I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. 
And we saw the ministry of Paul that God did not tell him in one day all the things that he was going to do for him. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 16. He will show him this. He will open this door and he says, a door is open here. And then he will go in and then great things will happen. Great miracles will happen. Amen. So be open to God and he will show you great and mighty things. I want us to look at a few things that we can discover or we can do as we walk with God. A few great things. How to discover the new things that we can do for the Lord. So attempt new things. And what new things can you attempt for the Lord? The first point, be open to new books. Be open to new books. Second Kings chapter 22 and verse 8. Second Kings chapter 22 and verse 8. It says, And Hilkiah the priest said unto Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book. I have found the book. Hallelujah. I have found the book. The book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan. And he read it. Hallelujah. Are you listening? You see, you can, you will not know the great things that God wants to do in your life. You will not know until you begin to find it. Until you begin even to expect it. Hallelujah. So here is this scribe that the king sent to the, um, the priest Hilkiah. And he just sent him to just go and he instructed him to, this is Josiah, King Josiah. He sent this scribe to the, the priest Hilkiah to just go and get the funds that they are paying at the gate when people are coming in. Um, the, gate, the, um, the money that they donate at the gate, take the money, and that was his instruction. Take the money and give to the workers that are building the temple. And right there, I realized that even in time memorial, government don't give money to churches to build the temple. It's the people who give money to build the temple. Do you see? And that is expected. It's expected of you. Hallelujah. And so when you are given to build the church, you are building something great for yourself. So when this scribe went to the priest, then the priest in in the temple, in addition to the money aspect that they talked about, he said, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. I have found this book. And then he gave him the book. And then the um, the scribe went to the king and read the book to him. He read the book to him and when he read the book, this is King Josiah. Remember Josiah when he was eight years old, he became a king. Okay, And the Bible says that he followed the Lord. He obeyed God. But then when this book was read to him, he said, my Lord, there are things in this book that I did not know. This was a man who has set his heart to obey God. To follow God to the T. And so, everything that he sees and he's doing, he thought it was in obedience to the Lord. 
Are you listening? I want your mind, don't the seed time and the harvest, the cold and the heat, they are all good. But I want you to listen very carefully. The other day I was going to work and I saw some people long line in front of the hospital. I don't know what they were doing, but it was very cold. COVID swap. Ah, I see. Wow. And they were shivering early morning. They were not listening to the word of God. Are you listening to me? So, where was I? So, Josiah, eight years old, has purpose in his heart to obey God. And then when he heard the the things in this book, he realized that there were so many things that they are doing that is against God. Do you see? In the book. So he says, go ye, inquire of the Lord for me and for the people. This is verse 13. And for the people and for all Judah concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us. Because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book. To do according unto all that which is written concerning us. Hallelujah. So you see, sometimes there is something concerning you. Very important in your life. Very important for your progress. Very important for your spiritual growth. And it's written in a book. Hidden in a book. And you will never know. Sometimes you will never know the great things that God wants to do in your life because you are not reading a book. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So when this king, the book was read to him, now there were so many things, even in the temple, that were idols. And he didn't know. And he would go to the temple, and he would think he's serving the Lord, and honoring all the things that were there, with his mind that he was honoring the Lord, until a new book was opened. And then he commanded, he gave commandment to wipe out all those things from the temple and all the priests that have been um, serving these um, idols and serving these gods. And he caused even the, the burial grounds of people who have served these idols to uproot them, their bones, and burn them. This is how determined he was to obey God. And he came to this conclusion because of a book that he opened. And when he did that, you see, the wrath of God was really kindled against them. And God was going to destroy all of them. All of them. All of them. And then the Bible says, because of what Hosea did, I mean, Josiah did, God said, he sees in his heart how determined he is to serve him. And to obey him. So God decided he's not going to kill all of them until King Josiah has lived a good life to his full age and died. When he dies, then he will kill the rest of them. 
So you see, you will read a book and that book will save you and your family. It will save you and the church. It will save you and the nation. It will cause people to live to their full life because of a book that you will read. Hallelujah. So the reading of this book led to a great revival in Israel where all these gods were wiped off. Hallelujah. The next one, to be open to new men of God. To be open to new men of God. Hallelujah. 2 Kings chapter 5. Let's read from verse 1. 2 Kings chapter 5 and verse 1. It says, Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man. Say a great man. He was a great man with his master and honorable because by the Lord, say by the Lord, say by the Lord, because by the Lord, by, sorry, by him, the Lord had given deliverance. By his hand, the Lord has given deliverance unto Syria. Hallelujah. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. He was a leper. He was a great man. Are you listening? And through him, God has given great victory to King Aram of Syria. God has given the king great victory through this man. So God was using this man, but the Bible says he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she, wanted, she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her, her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. So in other words, she was saying to, this was a little girl who was brought from captivity, a slave girl, to live with Naaman's wife and serve Naaman's wife. And this little girl came to the mistress, Naaman's wife, and says, I wish by God that our master Naaman knew about this prophet who is in Samaria. I wish that he knew him. He would have cured him of the leprosy. Little girl. Amen. A little girl. So you see, there are people who are great. They are great and they do great things. And God is using them. And God is with them. And they have a difficulty or they have a situation in their lives. And you will think that God should solve that situation if God is using them like that. Are you listening to me? Oh, you don't understand the word of God. The Bible says God was with Naaman and giving him victory for the king of Syria. And all along, he was a leper. All along, that the spirit of God was moving him to give him victory. He was a leper. He was great but leprous. And God has embedded in him a need for some man of God. Some man of God. 
Do you see? His healing, it was through some man of God that Naaman did not know about. And this little girl now comes to tell Naaman about Elisha, this prophet that is in Samaria. Naaman had never heard of Elisha. Naaman did not know of Elisha. Are you listening to me? So when you have not encountered certain ministries, you would not know what God will do for you through the ministry or through the man of God. Sometimes you see the loudest ministries on television, but they are not necessarily the greatest ministries. Are you listening to me? It may be some small branch, small church somewhere, but that is where God has placed your victory. That is where God has placed your deliverance. And you look at the person and you look at the church and you wouldn't think that that is where God has placed your deliverance. And then you are looking for something great. And this is what happened to Naaman. This is what happened to Naaman. And when they told him, and he didn't didn't even want to go. But they encouraged him. And he wouldn't think that there can be anything great in Samaria. There can't be anything great because Syria was a mighty nation. Syria then was a mighty nation and he wouldn't even want to be embarrassed as a mighty man like Naaman to come to Syria, uh, to come to Samaria. Are you listening to me? And so sometimes God will place your victory in a place that you wouldn't expect. Hallelujah. God will place your victory in a place where you wouldn't expect. And you undermine it. And sometimes you think great is big. You want, for instance, a big church with a big man of God. But your victory, the real thing that you need, is in the bronze. (laughs) It's in the bronze. And sometimes it is just by the grace of God that he will direct you to the place. It was just by the grace of God that through this little girl, God directed Naaman to where his healing was. Great man of valor, winning victories through the Lord, but his healing. Because you see, you can be very great, but sometimes there is something in your life that whenever you remember, it shuts you down. I'm telling you. You can do so many great things and you see life is really wonderful, but then there's something small in your life. And then when it comes, when you remember that thing, you'll keep quiet. You know, sometimes you'll be singing and dancing and then you remember that thing and then it goes away. The joy goes away. And sometimes that thing that torments you, that thing that troubles you, that thing that gives you sleepless nights, God will place it in a man of God that you wouldn't expect that that is where your victory is. But if you open up to the new things, the new man of God that you don't know about. Are you listening? Yes. Naaman didn't know of Elisha and didn't know that his healing and his victory, it was coming from some place like Syria. Hallelujah. He was suffering. He was embarrassing. 
It was embarrassing to him. But his victory, this fullness of his glamour, it was coming through this small man of God that was in Samaria that he didn't know about. The next point, number three, be open to ancient ministries. Be open to ancient ministries. Acts chapter 8 and verse 27, he says, And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an Enoch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Amen. So here is the Ethiopian eunuch who was open to the Asian ministry of Isaiah the prophet. Isaiah the prophet lived thousands and hundreds of years before the Ethiopian eunuch lived. Yet the Ethiopian eunuch was reading the prophet Isaiah's book. It is the searching through the Asian ministry of Isaiah that brought salvation to the Ethiopian eunuch. Hallelujah. It was when he was reading this book of Isaiah that the spirit of the Lord led Philip to go and explain to him. And through that word, through that scripture, this eunuch received his salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. There are many things to learn from ministries that existed long ago. Today, I learned from many ministers who are dead and gone. Indeed, there are many things to learn from ministers who lived 200 years before you. Amen. I want to recommend to you a podcast called Church History. Church History. There are several of them, but I'll, I'll tell you. I think it's Church History This Week or yeah, something like that. And you'll be amazed how blessed you'll be to listen to Church History, to listen to People who had done great things in the past to learn about them. It will bless you. Amen. So add it to your listening list and it will bless you. Hallelujah. Some of the messages that were preached in the past are not preached today. How many of you know that? Some of the great messages that were preached in the past, you don't hear them today. You will not hear of People like William Carey and Donoram Jackson or John Wesley, if you are not open to ancient ministries. Hallelujah. And these ministries, they will bless you so much. You will see how people loved God. They will, uh, they will make you love God. Amen. And you will see the great things that the Lord used them to do. The sacrifices that they made. And it will just encourage you to want to do more for God. Hallelujah. So there are precious people who once lived and ministered powerfully. Many people have forgotten what they stood for. Many people do not understand what they did. Their lives and their words will bless you beyond measure if you are open to them. God will do new things in your life if you are open to ancient ministry. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? The next one, be open to travel. Be open to travel. We're not talking about go on vacation and 
but be open to travel. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 18. It says, then after three years, this is Paul. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days. Amen. This is Paul. Paul who received powerful revelations. After he had been in the ministry for three years, he had a personal encounter with Jesus. Are you listening? He met Jesus himself. And Jesus instructed him and told him of his calling. Yet this man felt the need to travel to Jerusalem to see Apostle Peter. Be open to travel to meet men of God whom you have not heard of or whom you have heard of. Paul had heard of Peter, but he had not had a chance to have a deep interaction with him. There are some people even in the church when even our founder is coming to a place, we will not even travel to go and see him. We will not, if we say that we are having a camp meeting in Georgia or some place like that, uh, Memphis, you will not come. And you have never met him. And you are in the church that he founded. Are you listening? So be open to travel. Whenever there is a need to travel concerning church, be open. Welcome it. Welcome it. Don't be a person that your church is just the bronze branch. You know, even when we are going to Manhattan or Newark for some meeting, it is across the river. You, you don't cross rivers. Amen. Amen. But be willing to travel. Hallelujah. Be open to travel. When it comes to the ministry, be open to travel. And the final point, be open to the power of God. Be open to the power of God. I told you we have a short service. Be open to the power of God. Luke chapter 5 and verse 17. And it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, you know who was teaching? Who? Wow, wonderful. Clap for yourself. <laughs> and it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Wow. He says, there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by. I mean, people sitting by means they are just relaxed and they are just sitting by. The power of the Lord came and was present to heal them. The power of God was present when Jesus was teaching. People were just sitting around casually. Casually. Amen. So whenever you are in any form of meeting, even a casual meeting with a man of God, be prepared for the power of God to move. Amen. Sometimes you're sitting with a man of God in a car casually. Be prepared for the power of God to move. And the power of God sometimes it comes just by a word. Amen. Just by a word that you need. Kofi, are you listening? Yes. 
You're driving with a man of God and you're having a conversation. Be prepared that you hear something that is coming as a result of the power of God. Be prepared. I'm not saying that, you know, be, be, be some stiff, stringent conversation. Just have, they said they were sitting casually. Just have casual conversation, but be prepared that the power of God can move. Amen. That the power of God can move. When you are in the presence of a great person, always expect the power of God to be present. They didn't know. They were sitting Pharisees and um, doctors and lawyers and all kinds of learned people and the power of God was present to heal them. Amen. Expect to hear great things. Expect to hear short sentences and phrases that will change your life. Amen. You know, whenever you have an ear that I'm sitting with a great person and even in this conversation, something great can come out. You'll be amazed what can come out that will change your life forever. That will change your situation forever. And then sometimes people don't even like to talk to the man of God about their issues. But you'll be amazed about the answer. That will be a breakthrough for you. And it's not because somebody is wise. It's not because somebody is learned. It's because the power of God comes and presents itself for you. Amen. It's a power of God for you. You know, there have been many times that somebody had called me and said, oh, Reverend, you told me this and this. And I don't remember. Frankly, I don't remember. And then I, eh. Then I just flow, eh. Wow, glory to the Lord. Powerful. Recently, somebody called me with a wonderful testimony. And then he was, said, do you remember when, you know, you told me this? I don't remember. I said, eh. It's the power of God. And it's for your need, for you. Hallelujah. That is why you always be prepared that the power of God will move whenever you are in the presence of a great man. Expect snippets that will revolutionize your entire existence. Hallelujah. Always expect the power of God to be present when you are in the presence of a great person. Expect to hear something that will change your life and ministry forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you, are, you, are you listening to me? You see, we serve a God who is into doing new things. You, your mindset should always be about that. That we serve a God who is always into doing new things. Say new things. New things. Isaiah 43 and verse 19. Isaiah 43 and verse 19. Isaiah 43. Say new things. The Lord our God is a God who is always doing new things. Isaiah 43 and verse 19. It says... Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness 
and rivers in the desert. God is always into doing a new thing. If you are a person that doesn't embrace new things that God is doing, you will never appreciate your work with God. I am telling you, if you are a person who doesn't even embrace new things that you do not know about, new things that you have never seen before, or new things that you have not heard before, you can't even increase in faith. I'm telling you. You must be someone who embraces new things. You must understand that the God you are working with is into new things that you do not know about. New things that has never happened before. New things that you have never heard before. Understand that your God is a God who can do new things. It's a God who can part ocean to part. A, a big mighty ocean, he will make it separate and there's a land that comes between. It has never happened before. It, you have never heard that before. But understand that your God is able to do something like that. Are you listening? Your God is able to do something like that. He says he will cause the way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. Since you were born, you have never heard of certain, you have, have you heard of a virgin giving birth before? But your God, he says, he's able to make a virgin, a woman who has never seen a man, have a child. That is the God you walk with. Be prepared and embrace new things. New things that God is doing. Hallelujah. New things. Nobody has, nobody has ever walked on water before, but your God, something new. That has never happened before. He will walk on water. He will walk on water. That you have never seen before or heard before. Hallelujah. Nobody has opened the eyes of a blind man before. And the first blind man whose eyes was open, he said, since the world began, have we ever heard, have we ever heard that someone has opened the eyes of a blind man before? But your God is able to do new things like that. Hallelujah. Expect new things that you, great and new things will be done in your life. Hallelujah. Great and new things. Otherwise, you cannot walk with God. You can't even believe the scriptures, if you don't embrace new things. You can't believe the scriptures. You can't believe because you have never heard that a man dies and is resurrected. But your God says that there's a resurrection. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. There is a resurrection. I don't know what situation you are in. It looks like you are in prison. But God says, call on me. Call on me. I will do great and mighty things which you knew not of. Which you have never heard of. Which you have never seen. Which has never happened before. You have never heard of a 90-year-old woman giving birth before. But he says, a new thing will be done in your life. A new thing. Whatever situation you are in. Call upon your God. Hallelujah. He's able he says, with man, it's impossible. With man, it's impossible. But with God, 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 everything is possible. You have not received because you have not asked. You do not have because you have not asked. But the God that you serve, 
you have never heard your situation sounds like impossible i have been in a situation that i thought was impossible i have been in a situation like that before and how the lord i mean sometimes your god is able i say your god is able hallelujah your god is able i promise that we are going to have a short service so our time is up and we will pause here and we continue so five new things that we are going to attempt number one what is number one be open to new books be open to new books number two be open to new men of god be open to new men of god don't don't say oh i have this already i have be open to new men of god hallelujah Sometimes it's not only the messages in the house that you have to listen to. Listen to other men of God. Bishop is always telling us, I listen to Derek Prince. I listen to Bishop Oyedipo. I listen to this. I listen to other men of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Number three. Be open to ancient ministries. Ancient ministries. Old archives. Look into them. And read them. Church history. Be open. And read about how things came to be. Hallelujah. And the next one. Be open to travel. Be open to travel. Sometimes travel will take you back to places where you never expected. But be open. Amen. You will learn things. Hallelujah. Some, I mean, recently I went on vacation and I was open to some travel. I mean, I... I said, oh, 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 no, 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 no. When it was presented to me, I said, no, no. no. And I, I was convinced. And I welcomed the idea. And wow. It was mighty powerful. Amen. God bless the person who led me to take that trip. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yes. Place where I never expected some nice, great things. To be. <laughs> it was rough, but it was powerful. Hallelujah. Next, and the last one. Be open to the power of God. Say the power of God. The power of God. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. Oh, yes. Oh, what a God we serve. Is your God able? The God you serve. Is he able to give you that breakthrough? To do the new thing? To do the impossible? What appears to be impossible in your life? Your God is able. All unable, yes, to bring what's more than I could ever dream. What is your dream? What are you dreaming about? What are you thinking about? Your God is able, He's more than able, He's more than able. He says, I will do great and mighty things, great and mighty things.
Clap your hands together for the Lord. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.